What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and I am here once again with a brand new episode for you guys and a brand new guest today. I am here with comedian Albert Lin. It was fun to have Albert on the podcast. Uh... It it was cool. I I just you know recently started seeing him, seeing him around at uh, at mics and shows, and he's a cool guy, funny guy. So it's nice to sit down and chat with him and get to know a little bit more about him. You can go check out his comedy show that he produces and hosts uh, once a month. I think it's the last Wednesday of every month in Cupertino at Duke of Edinburgh. I uh, hit the link in his or hit uh, go follow him on Instagram at a bird Albert to learn more about that and see when that's happening. Uh, make sure to follow him for that. Also, if you do me a favor, to follow the podcast on Instagram. I'm getting there, pod, all one word. I'll make sure to tag Albert in the episode when I post it. And hit the link in bio, subscribe to the podcast. I think I'm on every platform that you can find a podcast on. So just search I'm getting there, and you'll, I'm sure my face will pop up. Uh, and make sure to rate and review the podcast, especially if you're on Apple or Spotify. Uh, rate and leave a review. Everybody that's done that so far, I really appreciate you. I'm trying to build those up. So you know, if you could do that, if you're listening, I think most people are listening on Apple Podcasts. So please rate the podcast. Please give it some feedback. Let me know what you think. And I appreciate everybody that's done that so far. appreciate all of you listening to the show. I do have some comedy shows coming up this month. Uh, June 24th, I will be uh, hosting and performing at the Bricks and Beer Comedy Night. Uh, I'm pretty excited. It's uh, my monthly showcase in Salinas that I've been running for a while. I have a great lineup of comics, Andrew Fahey, J.D. Arandia, and headliner Nina G. It's going to be exciting. Um, J.D. and Nina have been on the podcast before, um, and I've performed alongside them many times. They're hilarious. So make sure to go get... The link, hit the link in my bio for tickets. Tickets are $10. Um, it's at the Exo Public House in Salinas. Show starts at 9 on the 24th. I'm uh, pretty excited about that. Uh, and on the 26th, I'm going to be hosting Rosie McCann's. Got a great headliner for you guys that night. And uh, I think on the 30th, I'm also helping a new showcase starting up in Berkeley. Uh, I think Tyler Standers starting a new show, so I'm going to go uh, perform and help out with that. So I'm pretty excited about all the shows coming up at the end of this month. Um, make sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Mike Booth, M-I-C-B-O-O-T-H, and hit the link in my bio for more show dates uh, and links to this podcast and my YouTube channel. I post my comedy clips um, and stand-up and clips from this podcast as well. Uh, so once again, appreciate everybody and anybody that listens to this podcast, that shares it, that talks about it, that tells me, hey, man, I like that episode that you did. That shit's always cool. I love hearing that from you guys. Um, you know, like I said, it's always, this is just me riding this solo ship over here. Uh, and I just love, you know, promoting and supporting other people in the comedy community and, you know, really just any creative community that, uh, that wants to sit down and, and chat with me on this podcast. So appreciate everybody and anybody that does it. And, uh, I love you guys. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoy this episode with Albert. taking the time i know we've been kind of playing some back and forth in the in the dms on this but i'm glad that you could sit down to do this um i guess first of all i want to say i googled you and uh i didn't realize that you were a film producer uh, <laughs> and have your own tv show that's pretty fucking cool uh <laughs> so you get that a lot have you have you heard of, have you heard uh you know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. I, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I've like Googled my name and I see like doctors. Like that's a big one. A lot there's of doctors. This, yeah, there's this. So there's Albert Lin and the Lost Cities. Uh, Lost Cities with Albert Lin. And I like, I Googled it and I was like, yo, is this, is he just out there traveling, bro? Because it's like. <laughs> yo, what, I mean, what is, what is his arm? Um, I think it's on National Geographic or something or like uh, probably 
like on Netflix or Hulu or it's just like this dude that goes and explores like ancient cities. Uh, and so I just thought it's kind of like a show. I kind of, I would watch that kind of show. Dude, you should. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. named after you. You should definitely check it out. <laughs> just watching no, I, a guy with my name doing things I want to do. That's, that's honestly, have you seen that show with Paul Rudd where he has like a twin? Did you ever watch that? I've never like seen a, that. Okay. Well, there's like a show Paul Rudd make like he gets like a clone made of himself huh. and the clone starts to like do his life better than him. And it's kind of like oh. a weird. And so that, that's what made me think of that is like, you're like, damn, dude, this Albert Lynn's crushing it. Like he's just out there in fucking <laughs> Egypt and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, like, seen, I've seen one show like called, I think it's called Kunk on Earth. That one's like a, um, it's on Netflix. And I don't know, yeah. there's like a comic who does it from like she's from like europe or something but it's funny and she like talks about like history and stuff like that what was it it's called kunk on earth like c-u-n-k i think that might be her name uh, okay yeah <laughs> yeah and that blew me away like that show i'll have to check that out that's okay yeah diane morgan philomena kunk yeah, that's a kunk. weird philomena kunk it's like uh yeah. carmen san diego you know <laughs> yeah um well yeah man uh I mean, we've met, I think I met you at uh, probably in Santa Cruz somewhere at first, or maybe at Woodham's or something. But uh, you've has, have you did you start doing comedy in the Bay, or did you like move or move somewhere? Or yeah, so I think like first time I ever did was Cafe Frascati. That was in like that was like in 2019, like before, okay. the pandemic. and then I just yeah. stopped after that. And then like I think right after right before the pandemic started i was i go to i went to school in like irvine like uc irvine okay um so then yeah right i think like march before the pandemic i started hitting like open mics and then I, yeah and then i started getting my soul crushed and then, <laughs> and, then the started, yeah, the and like it's kind of crazy because like because you get your soul crushed and then like a pandemic hits and then you're like so that's that's just it for a while and then you're like yeah that's all you have is just like oh man that that felt bad now i don't even get to do anything <laughs> yeah yeah you can't even like get good or anything you can't get better at all like, so you just kind of like i was just like sitting there for like two years like thinking like thinking about that just being like that last moment just bombing just like thinking about yeah and then um because you know it's Orange County, like it started, things kind of opened back up a little bit, okay. uh, like a little bit early. So like they had like um, outdoor shows, like park shows and stuff. So then I would just start bombing there and stuff. Like that was fun. Like twenty twenty one, yeah. Okay. So did you? You said you're going to school there. Um, did you? You finished up and then did you? Is this where you're from originally? Did you kind of move back up here or? Yeah. So like nice. I, I'm from here and then San Jose and then I moved. Yeah, and so I finished school. I came back here afterwards. Nice. So you didn't you didn't do any um you didn't do any Zoom comedy at all during the pandemic? Just kind of just kind of wrote out that yeah that last set. <laughs> yeah, did you do Zoom comedy? I did it a little bit. I was doing this instead. This is kind of like my Zoom comedy that because I started this podcast like in March of 2020. So it was like I was I didn't want to do that, and I was like, this seems like a better like format for Zoom, just like having a conversation, you know. Yeah, so started doing this, but yeah, I, I, I totally like uh, vibe with you in that. Like comedy stops, and you're kind of just like, well, is that it? Like, is that all? I <laughs> you know, and so you were doing it lightly before the pandemic, and then when you move back, you say you're doing mics down in Irvine. So you move back, and then are you like, I gotta keep doing this? Like, you got, I gotta get, 
you just kind of had that itch or what was it? Yeah. Yeah. I came back. Yeah. I was like, I just got to keep the grind up. And then back then the grind. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like two or three mics a week. And then you slowly, you slowly like climb up a little bit at mm-hmm. an one. And then, and then after a while you're like, I can't, you gotta be like, I gotta keep doing it every day. Otherwise, I don't know. Yeah. That'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I see you, you're like pretty active. You know, you get you, I see you kind of down in Santa Cruz. I sometimes see that you're, um, up in the city with people sometimes. Uh, so that's, you know, that's pretty cool to, to be able to get around. Like what's your, do you have like a, like a an area that you like prefer to perform in more than others or you kind of just like everywhere so far? Yeah, I think it's just everywhere so far. I like, I like to, I like to like try to go to different places because like, you know, even though it's open mics, like, and some of them, like a lot of them are just like comics only, at least mm-hmm. like, if you go to different places, how I feel is like, like your material will at least be like new to other comics, like again, once, and then yeah. that's fun. Cause if you just do it in the same city and then hitting every open mic, but it's the same comics, like, like it, it's just hard. It's yeah, like, people aren't so writing hard. a lot or if they're not if they're just doing the same jokes, you know, like I, there was a point where I like kind of struggle with that a good amount. Cause I was like, I live, I live down by Monterey. So like the Santa Cruz area is like the main, you know, for me, this has been the main scene I've been going to. And yeah, it's sometimes it is like a, you're like, damn, I, they all know what I'm about to say. You know, you really got to have forces you to come up with new stuff and like continue to try and have a new joke. You know, somebody put, somebody said this to me the other day, they're like professional comedians write like an hour of comedy a year like the best and that's a new five minutes every month you know that's like it's going on a special it's like a new like five minutes of fire that's going on a uh taping you know and Mm -hmm. so that kind of helps me put it into perspective of like you know yeah it's hard to get like a brand new set you know every every month or so but it is like you know you should be trying to get you know at least a couple new things like a, you know to try and like you say to try and be, have something new something fresh people have that they they're not just like they don't tune you out when you get on stage as soon as you get up there you know yeah wait so you live you live close to monterey yeah do you ever you do comedy in monterey too sometimes um i have before that's actually where i started doing comedy i there was this open mic on wednesdays and it was like um it was like music and poetry and they would let me do comedy kind of in between that. And so that was the only thing I knew of. And then, yeah, I started going to like the Santa Cruz area and then I go to the South Bay sometimes, um, like, you know, to the open mics and stuff down there. But yeah, Monterey is like a place where it's, it's interesting. Like I, I like, we did a couple, I did a couple comedy shows there, but it just didn't feel like, um, it's just, yeah, the Monterey people, I don't know. It's just, it was like (laughs) not a, it wasn't, it just didn't really take off, you know, it kind of was just like this, it was like hard to get, um, you know, like my show in Salinas is like a lot, a lot better than the, the crowd. I feel like the crowd's there, even though there is, there is a couple shows down there. Like I think Tammy T runs a show at like the paper wing theater. And then there's a couple other like showcases in Monterey. Um, and like the, maybe even in Carmel, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a, it's an area that just have, I don't think a lot of people have tapped into, you know? It's like there's a lot of people like Seaside. There's open mics too. Sometimes like on, I think there's an open mic on Thursday. I think at this place called Deja Blue. I don't really. I've never been to it, but yeah, there's a little bit of a of a scene down this way, but not as much as like you know up your way and like in the San Jose, San Francisco and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
I like Monterey a lot. I, I really, yeah. It's cool, yeah. man. It's. I, I didn't know that you lived near there. That's crazy. Yeah, I live in Marina, like right up the, right up the way. So it's nice. Oh. It's nice. I feel like I'm kind of like, almost like a. In between Santa Cruz and Monterey, a little bit, oh. which is cool. I like this the Central Coast area here. It's like, I don't know. It's pretty sweet. It's like a nice yeah. Little, I feel like the weather little... there is like like it's just like my kind of wet. Like where it's just cloudy all the time. Like yeah, it's nice. It's like sixty degrees, like at most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm from I'm from Washington State, so it, it feels like I'm it feels like I like where I lived before. It's like really it's really cloudy and rainy up there, so it's all, I'm always like when I see like I get excited on a cloudy day. I'm like yeah, it, like it makes me I'm like oh man yeah like when it's overcast, people are like this sucks, dude. I'm fucking feel down. I'm like no, this rips. Like I love yeah, the, love yeah. a gray sky, you know. It's cloudy here right now. Like it's like June and it's cloudy right now. It's amazing. Isn't that isn't that wild? Like it, we had rain the other day. I was like, it doesn't, it just feels, it feels weird like right now. And they're talking about, I was reading the news. There's going to be a lot more, uh, there's like a El, they had declared an El Nino. Oh, and, wow. and so there's going to be a lot more rain, I think coming. We might have a similar situation to we did last, uh, last year in the, I think it was in the winter time where we had those crazy, uh, rain. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, are you, have you thought about like trying to like, uh, produce a show of your own or have are you like working with anybody to do anything like that or is that something that you're yeah so about yeah like um there's this guy called vias he like he recently moved I know he, Vyas. Cupertino, yeah. yeah so he, he ran man. one on cupertino okay uh, yeah and so the duke of edinburgh and so when he moved he passed it on to me so oh, then nice. i for the past couple months now oh cool man hell yeah is that like yeah. a is it a monthly is it a is it a weekly or last Wednesday of every month? So last month. Wednesday. Okay. Monthly. Nice. And you've been doing that for the past couple of months. Do you, uh, how has it been like taking that on? Have you felt like, are you like, Whoa, this is different or is it, has it been, has it been fun? Or are you like, are you like, Whoa, this like to being on the other side of the coin, I guess, you know, like, uh, I, uh, when I first started running shows, I was like, Oh, Whoa, this is, uh, I thought it was like I didn't realize this was this much stuff. Yeah, how was it like? So you found it like what was? It? Tell me about the first show you ran. Like, oh, okay, uh, so I still run it. It's my basement show in Salinas, uh, yeah. and it's I do a last Saturday of every month. Um, and at first, I kind of I think I was lucky in that at first it was kind of me and just a group of people that I met at that open mic that I was telling you about. And then after a while, I started to be like oh, I need to, like, start bringing comics that are, like, from the city and stuff and try to, you know... Because then you kind of look at... You're like, well, I'm only booking the same people every time because I was. It was like we were kind of just performing, like, the first couple of shows, all the people that I knew because that's all I knew. Yeah. And then I started just, like, going... That's when I started going to Santa Cruz and, like, getting myself out there. And I think that you'll you probably find this and uh, feel a similar way. Like, the more places you're at, the mics you're at, the more comics that you see, you know, in person. And, like, you can kind of, like you know, I kind of use that as a way to like book my show. You know, if I see somebody like crush and they've never been on it, you know, I'll ask them if they want to come and do it and things like that. Uh, So that was a slow process of doing that until I just kind of like other people kind of put you on, you know, like word of mouth, you know, other comics kind of like, go, Hey, you should come do this show. And then now it's like, now my DMS are just, every time I post about it, I just get, (laughs) I just get swarmed, you know, but, uh, I, uh, yeah, like swarmed with just DMS like, Hey, you know, uh, 
you got a spot next month, stuff like that, which is great, you know, like, and that's, I think that's what I was trying to get to is that, uh, yeah, I kind of just, it went from me not knowing what I'm doing at all, still not knowing what I'm doing, but like a lot of other people helping me and like, like kind of like guiding me and like showing me. And so that's what I do love about the comedy community. And I'm sure that you may have felt this too, is there's like people in the community that will just like, they're just out there to help, you know, and they're like trying to, they're trying to bring everybody up, you know, with them. And I appreciate those kinds of people, but that's sick dude that you're, is it like, uh, do you have, do they have like all this stuff there or do you gotta like the mic and all that stuff? Do you gotta set all that up or do they kind of have it already ready for you? Uh, VLC gave me the speakers. Oh, nice. I, I got, I had to get the mic. I think right before one of the times we went there, I think this was probably in March or February, but we showed up the day of the show and then he's like, yo, dude, everything is missing except. The <laughs> so yeah. And then we were like, I think that time, like Pete Munoz, like he was doing the headlining spot for that one. Okay. So he, we had like, he brought his stuff, but mm. yeah, we were in a panic. So we had to replace everything. Well, so, uh, shout out to Pete for yeah, shout out Pete. Yeah. Uh, Peace, man. Mic, that's awesome. And everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is sometimes, dude. Like I, I've been, I showed up one time to the show and luckily had a mic stand in the back of my car from like a couple nights before, you know, yeah. and they need, and they, there's broke. So I ran and grabbed mine and they were like, dude, you're a fucking savior. And it's like, nah, I just had it in my car, you know, like, and I think dude, here's that- the thing, like, like, cause we were doing the show a bunch, like, cause before he passed it on to me, I was helping him host it. Sorry about mm-hmm. all the noises, uh, but um, you're good. Yeah. So we like the show had no mic stand and then it's just, I don't know what it is about it, but as soon as exchange. Yeah, it got passed on to me, I was like, we, I am going to get a mic stand immediately. <laughs> it's weird. That's weird. I don't know. What it's a weird exchange when like you don't have a mic stand and the host will either like just sit there for it and wait for <laughs> you. So then yeah. you feel, you feel like the, you feel like the guy on the street that's like trying to cross, you know, and the car is like waiting for you. You like run, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, yeah. like I gotta hurry. I gotta hurry up. <laughs> and then also like the, sometimes the host will just like set it on the stool. Yeah. And, it's, like, yeah, and then you're just there. like, <laughs> like i yeah i a mic stand is a mic stand is crucial man like that's yeah it, it just feels better I, and just i don't know it just feels better like the whole, whole thing where you just grab the mic like you just kind of like yeah it's like a little ritual or something but it's just it's also something that i i wasn't doing and i do now and it's it's like changed it a little bit like when i host i used to just like say the person's name and then just like walk off the stage yeah and uh what I've found and what other people have told me is like, you should kind of wait for the comic to get up there a little bit and like keep the people clapping, you know, mm-hmm. but so that it's like a smooth. Cause if you just, if you just go, your next person is so-and-so racket in the <laughs> mic stand and then you just get off, there's just silence and they just walk mm-hmm. up there to silence and they, they have to address it, you know? And it's like the momentum is totally gone for them. And yeah. I used to do that all the time. People would be like, bro, you keep just like, or I'd put the mic stand like up here and then like the next person is like, you know, shorter than. Oh yeah, you gotta like, readjust it. Yeah, I, I, I gotta do that. I, <laughs> all I those little, all those little <laughs> details. Well, I, I, I think, I think it comes from like, this is something that like me and Dave and other people have told me is like, you once you do it enough, you just kind of like re, you kind of see what needs to happen. You know, you kind of yeah. see like the little things where you're like, oh, there's these little gaps of like, you know, it's like, um, it's like when you're cooking something or you know, making like a, a new uh, recipe, you know, you want to have like all your things prepared, but the more you do it, the more you can kind of just like, you know, 
move with a you're like looking for different details you know what i mean yeah yeah and i i feel like you know you catch one thing and then that's out of the way there's like so many things and then mm -hmm. and you stop worrying about something then you notice something else so it's that's probably like it's good that you're you're thinking that way you know like it's um the last episode that i did was with uh jason toops and he had a lot of like um things like that to say about you know like the just little details and like, um, you know, it's, it's good to pay attention to those things. If you weren't, if you were like, no, nah, shit's, shit's rocks, dude, you know, you don't <laughs> yeah. even worry about it. Dude. I kind of am the best. <laughs> and it's just, and then people show up and they're like, I don't think, I think you're lying. I don't think this is. <laughs> yeah. So no, but that's yeah. cool, man. Uh, Every time I go up, I'm like, this is a catastrophe. Like, like so I remember one time I came the first time I hosted or I, I yeah, the first time I ever hosted, after the whole show, I was just sitting in my car. Like after it ended, I was just sitting in my car for like ten minutes and just silence. Not listen, just silence. Just I was just trying to shut out thoughts, but it wasn't working. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I should have done. I, sh I introduced that person. I said their name wrong. I fucking. I didn't. I like. It was weird how I handed off the thing. I like. You know. I yeah. I will. I will tear apart my myself after. Yeah. After a show, dude. It's. It's not good. <laughs> but it's day, you're like, ah, oh, well, next time I, next time I gotta be better. You know, I kind of just make notes. I'm like, things to remember for next time. You know, I think it's a better way to do it than to like, just to berate yourself. You know, be like, well, <laughs> yeah. let me just write down these things that next time I'll make sure. You know, because there's that's the great thing about running a show. You know, is that you get another chance at it the next, the following month. You know. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Where's where did you say it was at? It's in Cupertino. It's on like Cupertino. Um, I think it's on Deanza. Sure it was uh, Duke Wolf of Edinburgh, something like that. Yeah. Okay, and it's every last Wednesday. Last Wednesday, yeah. Okay, yeah. So if you listeners or people listening, if you're in the area, fucking go check out Albert's show, dude. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and we'll uh, I'll make sure to plug it and everything too on the when we drop the episode. That's dope, dude. Like running shows is such a it's like, you know, it's like anything you do. Like when I feel like it's like people that once they work in the service industry, they have a new respect for like, you know, serves, serves, servers and like wait staff, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like it's like a similar thing where it's like when you're like running a show, you're like looking at comedy through the lens of like a, com a comic and like a producer, you know, you're kind of like, you're not just like thinking about your yourself and your set and how you can you know it's it's very different energy like when i show up to when i show up to a show and i'm just on the show yeah very different energy when it's like than when it's like my show you know i'm like it's, that's so true <laughs> that's a good i used yeah. to never like like i had no like i did not realize how hard it was now when i see hosts or like anybody i i give them so much more slack because i'm like god damn like it was yeah especially like running the open mics yeah, like hosting open mics, man. Fuck. Like sometimes that shit gets. Like I remember when the blue was an open mic. Still, we'd get like twenty nine plus comics on the list, and I would just be like, "It's a comic like eighteen. I'm like, all right, here's so and so. Like, I just I was like out of gas, like trying to in, trying to get gas everyone up, you know, every, every single time. I'm like, dude, I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I won't. I did my time. I feel like I put my time. <laughs> yeah, you did your time. You're done. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I earned my stripes on that shit, you know? <laughs> uh, hell yeah. So like, um, 
you uh when you were down in Irvine like have you thought about are you going to try to maybe now that you've kind of uh been doing comedy up here are you thinking about maybe trying to like connect with those people again or like try to maybe have you gone down there at all to perform again or is that something that you're thinking about doing I yeah I I think about the, there's just like this thing it's kind of weird but like like when I when I first started like there are like a couple comics that are like like burned into my mind mm -hmm. like just the way they do comedy and then um yeah I haven't been back but I just keep thinking about how they did comedy and then like eventually one day because they saw me eat like big piles of garbage like on stage so I, I do want to like I, I one day I want them to see me and then I'm like better than I was mm. in the first kind of want, yeah. want that redemption yeah the redemption and then yeah some of them yeah I think about it a lot because they were really when you first start comedy there's like some people that are nice to you and it's like you just don't and you're like holy cow so I want to talk to them okay I yeah. haven't really I don't really talk to any of them at all I just moved uh, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool though to reconnect with them. It sounds like you'd probably have some good, uh, like it's. I, I see what you're saying because there are some. There was like some people in, early on in comedy for me that I met, and I haven't really seen them since. Uh, yeah. And they were super nice to me and gave me like great words of advice. But I again, yeah, I was like, I was like two months in, you know, maybe even less, and. It was just like fumbling on, you know, you think that you're like, you think you're doing okay. Like I have some recordings for myself from like 2018 and I'm just like, the fuck? <laughs> I just go, what in the, I thought I was, what in the fuck, dude? Like I, <laughs> when you rewatch those. Just uh, my, like going back to see if I had any like ideas that my, I could maybe revisit, you know, like, um, I was like, what was I even in it? Or not nothing is worth revisiting. <laughs> 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 so i do see i do to I, i'm just agreeing with your point of like yeah that would be cool to you know see those people again do comedy again and yeah. to get that some even though you know at the end of the day they'll probably they'll probably be like who are you, you know, yeah like, it, that'll yeah. happen for sure but yeah and that's yeah. i remember being a <laughs> i remember the first time that happened to me i was so devastated i was like <laughs> i was a kid like i went to like a, a store and like got this this guy like helped me pick out this thing right and then uh -huh. the next time I was there, I remember going up to him, being so excited to see him again, and he just had no idea who I was, and it like crushed me. My I remember my grandpa was like, "He probably helps a bunch of kids, you know. You're just a," and it was like, it was "Like I'm just another kid." Like it was like such a fucking. It was like the first time in my life, you know. You like you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, he's not. I'm not the. What did you kid. buy them? Like, do you remember what you? Um, what you I, when I was a kid, I was really into. I don't know if you. How old are you? uh 24 24 okay so there's a little bit of age difference but uh little models like you know like cars and stuff that you put together like uh yeah. recreate like miniature models that's what i was i was like getting one of those so i was when i was a kid that was like my my jam which was not i think it was just more of my grandparents and my parents were really smart and they're like here's something go do this for you know a few hours it'll take like a lot of patience and and like yeah. <laughs> and attention to detail they were just training me early on <laughs> yeah like just diy stuff yeah, like it's good I, for this to do that. I, like, I was, yeah, I was always like, here's a model, here's a puzzle, here's a, you know, something to build, here's Legos, you know, here's like, and then you know, here's like, here's this book series, you know, it was like, I was very much the kid that was, uh, go and do that thing, and I just would kind of go and be off in my own little, 
doing that thing you know i was uh i'm still kind of like that like i like i feel like i am very just i'll go i'm i have no problem just like sitting there doing my own thing you know i can just chill out and i don't get like you know like like at like at open mic sometimes i'll just be playing sudoku on my phone sudoku wow yeah. you play sudoku uh-huh like i'm nice. a, yeah i go dude i you go hard I, put, I go hard yeah wow. <laughs> i'll spend like an hour like i'm like i'm on the hardest difficulty right now on my phone and i think the puzzle that i'm on i'm on like 44 minutes i've been Wait, like, it takes you 44 minutes the because they only give you like three maybe four numbers per box it's really sometimes you only get like it's called evil setting evil and so setting. It's, it's just like they give you nothing and it's like Dude. it just takes me forever to fucking figure it and you only yeah but i love sudoku man it's fucking yeah it's wait movie. so how long does it take like what's the longest like you've spent you'll just sit in front of your phone doing a sudoku for like well not not in one sitting but like i'll i'll like just crush out you know like i'll sit there for a bit and work on it and then i'll get like i'll get frustrated and then come back to i love like w one thing about it at the sudoku that i really love is like you can look at it stare at it for a while and not have an answer and then like an hour later you can come back to that same board and you're like the fuck how did i not see that before like it's like i'll come back and i'll notice and then i'll like knock out like a whole box and then i'll like walk away from it again so it's just guys kind of just play it all day i guess i don't know that's cool have you ever you ever get into you are you a puzzle guy are you like you you do anything like that at all i've done some puzzles uh not i'm not a big puzzler myself no but <laughs> i've done some there's one that i did it has like nine cartoon cats mm -hmm. on it um like yeah me and my girlfriend like sometimes we'll buy one we'll buy, we'll buy a puzzle and then yeah it's just That's sitting sweet. in the box though we broke uh, it up and then like yeah gotta get the glue for it i think oh yeah so you can yeah i Play it. I, my mom did that to a puzzle when i was younger and i got upset i was like <laughs> that's a fun thing to get upset about. i was like i want to do it again <laughs> yeah you know like <laughs> it wasn't just one and done like i kind of get annoyed when people glue puzzles together honestly oh, really? <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah. fucking it's 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 over now like what <laughs> it wasn't just put it together and you know it's take it apart and then put it together i don't know yeah so you'll do you'll do a puzzle and then you'll break it and do the same puzzle like a yeah, I'll come back to it again. Like wow, that's wild, dude. Uh, I would just get a separate puzzle. Like that yeah, puzzle. I mean, I don't know. Like, not like right away, but like a maybe a few months will go by, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that puzzle was fucking. That puzzle was fun. I'll just bust it out and yeah, knock some, it out. Some people, I think some people they they do a puzzle. They don't even they try not to even look at the image. You know, like mm, yeah, makes it like doubly hard. It's true. Yeah, you don't even have an idea of what it is. Like they go in blind. And they're so man, they're so like a puzzle really is a good time when you start getting like a big chunk of it together. And yeah. you're like you can you're like, dude. It's like it's there's some it's it's almost like, you know, when you're when you like have a you like have an idea and it like it gets a laugh, but then you're like, Ah, oh, I could maybe you know, I could maybe figure this out a little more and then eventually you're like it's just something that you repeat word for word, you know, you don't have to even think about yeah. it anymore. Get to that point yeah that shit's yeah that shit's interesting like do you uh do you oh um actually let me let me re the zooms are gonna kick us my phone what the fuck uh but dude the first thing i wanted to show did you see those uh you see the new apple uh goggles that they're coming out with yeah i did yeah apple vision um 
it's pretty freaking cool. Like I, I was watching the video on it and it's like, it's going to be weird to have like the, I was looking at like how they have the Apple display just kind of like in your field and you like be like pinch stuff to like grab it and move it. Oh yeah. I've still, have you done, have you put on a VR headset? I have at a friend's house. I played like Beat Saber or something. Oh, okay. Where you're like hitting the, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that looks cool. Uh, what did you think of it? Cause I still haven't worn one and I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm kind of one of those people that's like, I don't know if I want to know what that's like, you know, like I kind of, I think it's cool, but I'm also like, uh, once you do it, then you just, it's like, you can't, you know, I feel like you can't go back. You're just kind of like, Oh, now I know what it's like to, to be in VR. But I think that this one, what, from what I was like looking at, it's going to be, uh, you're going to be able to like do a lot more than just kind of um, play games, I think, or kind of like, you'll be able to kind of like, I was watching you, like you can turn it. So like the vision that you can see in front of you, or you can just like turn that off to where you're like actually in the, like in the, you know, in in the, whatever it is. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that kind of stuff. Like, have you ever, have you thought about like the, you know, there's like these virtual places you can go like, uh, what is it? Meta, has one there's like a couple other like you can just go hang out with other people dude I, there was a game called vr i think vr chat i played that it's what that game is wild i don't know if you've ever played that Mm-mm. it's just like lobbies and like people just interacting with each other whoa yeah and it's just a free-for-all like there's no like there's no like objective to it it's just mm. yeah you're just kind of you're just kind of there chilling people chilling talking to each other and like yeah it's yeah i, I guess it's, yeah, there's probably something to that just yeah did you did you like have fun interacting with people on there and stuff was it like was it interesting or did you kind of feel like it was like this is lame i think it was just me and a friend logged on together and we were just, just walking through different worlds mm. and like you could just meet people like just kind of like listen to people talk to each other it was just weird and surreal <laughs> it's like they're there like they're in there but they're just also on their couch too like yeah like like they're just in there and and there was no vr i don't like have vr so it's just on my computer screen but i think yeah people strap it in like they're they're in it yeah i think there's yeah i was reading some stuff that they're coming out with like haptic like gloves and things that you can like they'll be able to feel and touch like and it'll have a sensation of like what you're seeing and feeling in vr which is fucking crazy to me that's crazy yeah which means they're just going to have suits eventually, you know, yeah. we're just going to be able to fully disappear into, but yeah, I don't know. I was like watching, uh, I was watching yesterday. I was watching the Legion of Skanks podcast with, um, Shane Gillison. They had Martin Screlly on, yeah. uh, who's like, I don't know. You know, who Martin Screlly is, I don't know. Him. He went to jail like, uh, five years ago, I think for like raising the price of, uh, it was like he's like raising the price of medication. He's also like the the dude that they the Wu Tang sold that album to. Uh, the Wu Tang Clan they made an album and they sold it to just one like only one person has it in the world. And it's, him? Yeah, and it's him. Yeah, medication, great. But it was like a thing, like it was like a controversy because he's like he just had a lot of money, so he was able to buy it. But anyway, my point being is he was talking about he's he is involved with this group um, that are like accelerating AI. And they like want they're like wanting AI to get to the point where like there's just beings like other beings like AI people, yeah. 
and like they will have rights and they will have like they'll be integrated into society as like ai people and they'll be like regular people and then and i was like when i was listening to this i'll go yo that is fucking crazy dude like i don't it was i was like i don't know about that like i don't it would be weird to just like have like it already kind of exists there's like you know ai like that already kind of is you know but just to have it be like a full like like consider them like a person you know and like there there'll be like laws and stuff surrounding it's just like a i don't know i feel like that's where we're headed no matter what but it is like a weird thing to think about like that there's just going to be these beings that are like infinitely smarter than us yeah that just will be trying to integrate with us yeah that'd be weird i remember like they used to talk about curing cancer they just stopped talking about that now they just talk about AI. like yeah yeah well it's like it's like new and exciting you know it's like yeah i feel like that happens in any sort of business that people kind of always look to like the new shiny thing fun thing instead of like the real work that actually needs to be done uh but yeah i I was like i was just i was i kind of went from looking at this vr stuff to ai to listening to that episode to just being like dude like i was (laughs) yesterday i was just in like a wormhole i was like i gotta see what albert thinks about this because it was interesting just like a can't really imagine like like an ai being having its own rights and prefer like and being integrated into society and going and doing things on its own and it's just like it's just this own thing like a, like a human you know like 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 us right now you know imagine just like ai podcasting with ai and then putting it out and it's like <laughs> don't you feel like they're gonna start like killing people like because like people kill people won't like ai like yeah if they so. you know we gotta enforce them like the laws on them won't... well that's the fear you know that's the that's the fear with it is that it's like you know it's gonna take over and we're all gonna like you know we're all gonna have to surrender to this to this being you know this like which i think is i think we will just kind of like mesh with it yeah. and then like humans and ai will like they'll are like ai will off probably take over and then go to another planet or something and yeah that'll be the, that'll be the end of like society for us i don't know yeah. Or maybe they'll love us a lot. That's I think that's the hope is that AI is like, yo, dude, humans are sick, dude. Yeah. We just get humans. Humans rip. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> the comedy shows are just like us in front of like a crowd of AI. We're just trying to make like machines laugh. <laughs> also just scared to death. <laughs> Our jokes are based off like, like oh, binary. Like there's two kinds of people, zeros and ones. Like Yeah. Dance human. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be scary. Um, yeah, I mean, there's also a big group of people. I think there's like, you know, there's these, like he was saying, there's these there's these people that are trying to accelerate AI. There's also a large group of people that are trying to, you know, keep it where it's at not and kind of go, we don't need this, you know? This isn't this isn't smart. Yeah, and, what's kind of crazy is that, like, um, like the, for the, the show that I do at Cupertino, like, I made a flyer for it, and then I had mm-hmm. AI make the art because like yeah and then i was like blown away i I made like eight different ones and i just chose one of them and then nice you're like dude ai is helping you dude yeah 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 otherwise i would have i would have just drawn it myself and then just be people be like what is this guy on (laughs) sometimes those sometimes those flyers if you do it a certain way 
Yeah. I've seen people do like the hand drawn thing on the notebook paper, but it's like it's like intricate and you know, it's kind of funny. It's like yeah. it's almost like a, a shtick thing. You're like, look at my I just don't care about how this looks, but I feel like sometimes that's that's fun. Yeah, Mickey Flyers is fucking I'm so scared of ending up in that Facebook group. Have you seen that Facebook oh, group? Is it called Bad Flyers? Yeah, bro. Oh, I am terrified of one day scrolling and just seeing my flyer in there. Yeah. I'm like, oh god! I always try so hard to like make everything like match, everything squared up. You know, like I'm always just in my head, like I don't want to be on the bad flyer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of crazy because like we don't even because like we don't do that. Like we try to do comedy. That comedy's mm-hmm. not making like graphic design. Well, that's yeah. A lot of people are saying that now. It's like. I mean, we weren't even really around or even alive or smart or old enough to realize, you know, like before, like in the 90s or early 2000s, before all this social media stuff, like people were, that's basically what was happening. Because it was like you're, you'd promote your show and stuff, but it was like in person, you know, a lot of like handing out, like, yeah, you made a, fl- or you had somebody make a flyer for you or something, you know, yeah. or it was just a generic thing. Like, yeah, the level of like creativity that you can have within, making a flyer or making a reel or making a post about comedy or, you know, like uh, making a sketch video or even like doing this, you know, like podcasting and stuff. It's like, there's, yeah, there's like so much more, I bet. Well, that's the normal for us, but I bet other people are probably like, yeah, you have to do all this shit now just to be be funny on stage. Like 500 things that aren't Mm -hmm. just writing jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think, I think that like the, if you're, like if you're consistently, you know, if you can consistently be funny, then like all that other stuff is just kind of like, shit that you, you know you just do in your off time. You know, you just kind of make it like. I mean, there's some you can. I think you can pick one thing or pick a couple of things and really dial down on them, but it's hard to like really you know. Like there's some people that like they they like film every set and they edit clips together and they're putting out reels and like that's their thing you know yeah. and there's like other comics that it's like you know there's like people that produce shows like and then they're they're mainly just you know focus on the production of that and like within you know like all the angles of doing that and then there's like other people too that have you know like I try to do this and run my shows you know and like try to just like you know use this and use my show to like put other people on, you know, and like create a, create a community and stuff. And it's like, I think it's fi- finding your focus, right? Finding what your focus is or finding like what you want your focus to be within stand up Cause there's like all these different things, you know? Yeah. And then just, uh, yeah, just like picking a couple of them and like really getting good at those things. Yeah. Cause it's like, I feel like the other stuff you just will like <laughs> too much it's yeah it's just it's hard to do all of it you know like i don't i don't think i can i don't think i know someone that's like really doing all of that stuff like everything you're supposed to do like that and like crushing it in every part of it you know yeah or they have help you know because there's there's like that's what's yeah it's um do you feel like do you have like comics in your area you feel like you collaborate with and like you feel like you because i see you rolling with a couple people to mics and stuff you got got like a crew kind of yeah yeah just a bunch of the santa Bay guys like mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then sometimes i'll call comments up and then like we talk jokes and stuff like that try to nice that's yeah that's cool man that's a yeah i try to do uh like zoom sessions like that too with like a couple of people uh, like a couple times a month if i can 
Yeah. It's like, cause that's, yeah, that outside perspective, um, is like really, it's really nice to have, you know, it's like really like, like we were talking earlier, like with the Sudoku, yeah. like, I feel like it's like, a, or like the example of like the, you know, the mathematician that's like trying to solve the problem, but he's the chalkboard's like right here, you know, and mm-hmm. then somebody else walks in and they write the answer on the board and he's like, and he was just staring at the chalkboard. <laughs> you know, he's like staring this close at the chalkboard when the answer is like, you know. So I feel like that, like sometimes with comedy, people are like, what about this? And you're like, dude, I didn't even think of that, you know. Like, And then you, and then it like opens up this whole, you know, other pathway of of material. You know, I, yeah, I love, I love uh, like writing with people. That shit's fun. Yeah. So one thing I realized is like, I like I'll go to open mics and I'll try my material and it's like not working. And then when I do like one of these like w- like writing sessions, and I'll just mm-hmm. be like hey like let me just tell you the bit and then I'll tell it and then he'll be like yo that made no sense and like then I at least have someone who said out loud that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Say like this is why it makes no sense. Like I got lost here. But if yeah. I just did that at an open mic and bombed with it, like it's yeah. Sometimes I don't know exactly where it is that like. Like, and you, work. you're just going to keep trying it, you know, that way probably. And it's going to keep not making sense. And you're like, what in the fuck is going on? Yeah. Why is this not? Yeah. I, yeah, dude. Especially sometimes with these, like, with the amount of time you get, you know, like, uh, like you were at the improv the other night. I think we were on the same, oh, we there the same night. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that three minute period, you know, it's like, I'm like sitting there going like, damn, okay. Like, cause I have like a set, you know, I have like a set, like a 10 minute set or whatever, usually yeah. in my head of stuff. And I kind of just like, but when it's, when it's like, I was like, man, okay. I haven't written like a, a straight up, like just like tight three, like try to fit stuff in three minutes. And so that, that's a, that was an interesting, it's an interesting thing to try and do. It's like, okay. Yeah. I got to really, I got to really memorize this, you know? Yeah. Do you, you go to those ones? Like, because they do one a month. Do you, have you been going to the like thing monthly? Um, I've been there. I think I've been five times. Five times. Um, and I've gotten up twice. Wow. Sure. Uh, and so it's both times I got up. I think the first time I was the second comic, and then the other time I was the last comic. Oh. And so I kind of got the you know the. I got the crowd right in the beginning and then I got the crowd when they were like, we do not give a fuck, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, but I, I like that place. And, uh, I think, it, yeah, it's, um, it's a fun spot. It's, uh, it's, it's like, it was the feedback that I got was like really helpful. And I've been trying to implement, you know, implement that into, into like other sets and stuff. Um, I do have another, Besides this, uh, besides this Apple Vision stuff, um, I did have some other kind of just topics that are in the news right now. Um, there's a uh, hold on, let me pull it up. Do you know who the Unabomber is? Have you ever heard that before? Uh, 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 yes, I think some guy. Yeah, he. I guess he. They he he died in prison today. Oh um, wow. Yeah, he was 81, which is like, I didn't really know what exactly um, he did, but there was, because I, like, the I've always, I've never really looked into it, but I, like, kind of, like, I've just heard that name before. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he set a 17-year bombing campaign that killed three people and injured 23 others. So he was, like, in Montana, I guess, in this, like, yeah, a dingy shack in Montana wilderness. Um, and, yeah, he had, like, this weird manifesto. Just a crazy dude. Uh, but, yeah, he's been in jail for a long time, and then I guess he finally finally passed away. Mm. That's just crazy, dude. Like, uh just in the woods in the shed like he's just out there just making kidding. bombs like what a fucking yeah wow <laughs> what a fucking weird what you game. think about what do you think about his death i mean just dying in prison it's like you know that's i think that's what was going to happen to him right he i think he was in there for the remainder of his time i just never really knew like I was like, oh, Unabomber, I've heard that before. And then I, like, looked up his story, and I was like, oh, whoa. This is, like, the, like he's, like, a, yeah, he's a fucking wild dude. Dude, yeah. All I know about him is every time I drive to Santa Cruz, like, I drive with Sam and Diraj, and, mm-hmm. like, probably, like, a third, a third of the, there's, like, a 33% chance that the conversation will be about him. So oh, really? I always like absorb through them tell just talking about it. They're just talking about the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just driving there, like oh, hell yeah, like just absorb. You're like okay, so I, yeah, I, I feel like you can't escape it because I just brought it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dude, I don't want to fucking talk about this fucking guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> before, dude, before I did comedy, like I had no idea who, like who this guy was, but now I feel like <laughs> only comedy really. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're like now I fucking can tell. Like, can I tell you about the? Unabomber? You love like just tragedy, like, just tragedy, <laughs> and talking about them. It's just like it's just funny to me that that's the topic of cut. You're like, actually, dude, like, <laughs> yeah, they just take tragedy. Oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just so funny. every single car ride, it's like it's like talking about that and like finding a new angle on it. Oh. Probably a hundred <laughs> angles on him now, and counting. It's just wild that he. I guess he went to Harvard. Yeah, he's just a yeah. Yeah, he went to Harvard. Um, something about I. Yeah, based off something. Harvard about- trained star of pure mathematics. He was a recluse. Yeah, and he sent it to like the company heads or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, for like gas companies. I don't even know, like fuel company something. It's crazy. Wow. Wait, what? You would send them in a box or like in a num? I always get him and DB Cooper, but they're not even close to the same. Who is that guy? DB Cooper. DB Cooper. Oh, is this dude that like hijacked a plane? Or he didn't really hijack it, but he like he kind of hijacked it, and they got and then got him to give him a bunch of money and like a parachute, and then when the plane was like flying over. I think it's like over Oregon or like Washington or something. He just like in the middle of the night jumped out of the plane with a parachute and like a suitcase full of cash and they never found him. That's a completely different story than the Unabomber. Totally. But like, <laughs> I just, for, I don't know why, but for some reason I get those two. Like when people say Unabomber, I think of DB Cooper <laughs> for some reason. 
Yeah, and it's like that's not the yeah. So I'm <laughs> glad we could make this like <laughs> make this association today. Yeah, did DB Cooper steal that cash that he jumped out with? Yeah, they never found him. More the I think they found some of the cash. It's like a it's one of those like cold case mystery things that's always on like History Channel or some shit. You know, it's like the people that got away or some you know those those like uh, those shows that they have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> I just saw it and I, yeah, I, which it makes no sense that I would associate that because they never found him. So it's like when I see Unabomber, I should not like, there's a picture of the guy. It's like, I shouldn't even <laughs> like Doobie Cooper should not come to my mind at all. Yeah. It's like the fact that it does is like, like Michael, you're st- what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah just, money yeah. Horrible dude. Um, but yeah, like the, well, and then, yeah, this, uh, I also read today that there's like the indictment of, so I don't, I'm not going to get too political here, but, uh, I was reading about the indictment of Trump because it's just like a, I mean, the videos they're showing of him lately, he looks pretty bad. Oh, he looks pretty bad. Like he's got the turkey neck, you know, he's got the... <laughs> He's got the fucking. He looks fucking awful, dude. I mean, <laughs> not that, not not that uh, you know anybody his age looks much better than him, but yeah, yeah, he does not. I just um, I I I don't know. I get like confused when when they when like legal stuff is going on because it seems like for months now there's been like this. We got him. We're gonna put him in jail, you know, and then it's like, just keeps. Like the legal, yeah, legal processes are so strange to me. Like it's, I would hate to be in like a case like that, where your oh, fate, yeah. your fate is just on the line. Dude, everything just... I know about the legal process is off Better Call Saul. Like, yeah. <laughs> you watched that before? But, yeah, <laughs> watch that and like, oh man, it's kind of a pain, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, and like, you know, you got three months until you get sentenced, and then you're just like for three months. You know, it's like whatever you're going through in that case, you know, whether you're, I just couldn't imagine. I also couldn't imagine like being like guilty of something and trying to like have like a defense attorney be like, well, if you say it this way, yeah. I'll just be like, I did it. Like, I wouldn't be able to, there's no, I wouldn't be able to do that, bro. Which <laughs> is, like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be able to sit there and like, like, I would just be like, if I did it, I would be like, bro, I fucking did it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be able to be like, nah, man. <laughs> nah, <dude. laughs> like I've got, I've gotten charged with something before, and it was really stupid. Ooh. I, uh, I was throwing trash away in a dumpster that wasn't, that wasn't uh, a dumpster that I was like paying for. Yeah. And so the person that saw me do that went through the trash, found my mail, called the police, and I got charged with theft. Wow. Yeah, and I had to go to court for that shit. And it was, dude, it was hilarious because I was like sitting there like, bro, I, I was like, I did. Yeah. I threw it away. Cause they had pictures of my truck. They had my mail. You know, what is it going to be like? It wasn't me. Like I was like, I threw it in there. I thought it was, you know, it's just a couple of bags of garbage. I didn't know it was, wasn't illegal. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my attorney was, it was so funny. Cause the lawyer looked at me and he goes, bro, I do that shit all the time. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> tell the fucking judge that dude like 
Yeah, tell the joke, yeah. But my point being is, like, when they got you like that with evidence and shit, it's like, what are you going to do? Just, you did it. What happened? Um, I had to do community service. Oh, wow. That's, that's yeah. like, symbolic. Which is, like, uh, I had to, yeah, I had to do it at, like, a Goodwill. So I was, like, you know when you go to Goodwill and you drop shit off and the dude is, like, do you want a receipt? And you're, like, what? <laughs> like, that was me for, like, 40 hours. Wow. 40 hours. Just like, yeah, 40 hours of just, like, cool, this is all going to the dump. Like, I, I, I like, what, that's the one thing about working at a place like that for, like, a whole, uh, I basically did, like, a week there. Uh, but it was, like, <laughs> the amount of shit that people try to take to Goodwill yeah. instead of just taking it to the fucking dump where because it's just garbage like they're just like i'm like we can't re you can't resell this to the public <laughs> like i like that's i just wish that like i wish that was a tv show honestly I like i wish th- yeah like a like a reality show of like like there was just it was you know like a, like <laughs> if you show up with garbage they just like they like harass you or something or like they, they make you have to answer questions or something like it becomes a game show or something like that like if you bring garbage to the because it's just the amount of people that just straight up bring trash to the Goodwill. It's they bring tra- like actual trash. trash, bro. Like broken plastic stuff. They'll just drop it, you know? Like we would have a truck from the dump come there. <laughs> just load it all in there, dude. It's wild. People think they're donating stuff, and it's like, no. You just need to go. You just don't want to take your shit to the fucking dump, dude. <laughs> it's close to the Goodwill is just yeah. down the block. Yeah. Man. Dude, yeah, it's uh, because <laughs> when you but, pass uh, up off, like you feel good, you're like, this is going to good hands, and to combine that with trash, you're like feeling good off, like just the easiest stuff, like yeah, I'm the bottles, like <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling yeah. good about this. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I'm in trouble for this right now. Uh, it was it was ridiculous, but anyways, uh, dude. This has been this has been a fun a fun chat with you today. Uh, I, like I said earlier, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and do this. Uh, where can people follow you? Where can people uh, like mention your show? You know, just kind of like uh, do some plugs for stuff you got going on. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at a bird Albert, and then the show that's called I changed the name of it. It's called Garbage Giggles now. Uh, okay. And the flyer has a like a raccoon speaking in a mic next to a trash can, so you can look oh, out. Oh, nice! And yeah, that's about it, really. Hell yeah, dude! Well, keep grinding, man. Fucking, it's always good seeing you at open mics and stuff. Um, and you know, best of luck to you with your show. Like I, I, uh, I'm always stoked to find out about you know new shows that people are running and stuff. So if, yeah, if you guys are in the Cupertino area, last Wednesday of the month, go check out Albert's show. Sure, he's got some great comics on there. There's a lot of good people in that in that area. And uh, yeah, dude, thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Having me. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time.